Welcome to Electric Liberty Land here on the Lions of Liberty podcast, your weekly shot of culture, comedy, and liberty with your host, Brian McWilliams. the fuck uh (laughs) why is this not going away this is fucking bizarre good good that was fucking weird (laughs) anyway whatever i guess we're live right now hopefully we're live right now with my uh thing froze i'm having i'm like going through i literally had the amazon driver go through uh, or, or knock on my door the second, right? The second before I was supposed to go live with this new camera, which I'm praying is actually going to function properly. I went through like three different cameras, pissing me the fuck off, trying to get a camera that had pan and tilt and zoom and all this other shit, right? And it kept advertising, saying these things did, they didn't. They kept breaking on me. Like the Logitech cameras kept fucking breaking on me, which pissed me off. Anyway, whatever. We're here. We're going to talk about the State of the Union Address. Thank you for joining me on this Electric Liberty Land solo feed special. We, of course, are streaming live right now to the Lions of Liberty Pride. You get it early. I'll also be publishing to the uh, the feed and to locals. So if you're not part of the Pride, go to patreon.com forward slash Lions of Liberty or to, I'm uh, sorry, lionsofliberty.locals, and you can uh, sign up, get all our bonus content early, all that good stuff. So. Let's hop into it. And for those of you who are watching at home, I, uh, if you're watching on Facebook anyway, I can see your comments if you want to comment or uh, ask a question. So go for it as we go through this and have a little fun with Joe Biden. Basically, as they all do, just lying his ever-loving ass off during the State of the Union, some of which were more egregious than others. But we'll try to go through it in a chronological fashion here. Just to kick it off, man, I... I hate watching these things. I know you do too. This is why I do this for you. I I make the sacrifices for you people so that you don't have to sit through and watch this crap unless you really want to suffer because it is essentially audience performance art, right? What, What the president says doesn't matter as far as the people in attendance are concerned. It just doesn't fucking matter because these shitbags, great, my entire, there we go. You know what I'm actually going to do here, guys? Uh, I can't. I can't end broadcast and start it again. My fucking, for some reason, all of my shit reset itself. It all reset. So now I should sound good. Apologies for the start of the show where I sounded like dog shit because I was going through my fucking earbuds. Technology. What a miracle. Anyway, this is all audience performance art. What the president has to say doesn't fucking matter because the chimping or the the uh, the clapping chimps in the audience, the braying seals in the audience that are for party A or party B, and a lot of party B, or I should say party GOB, didn't show up to this event. They intentionally didn't come. They wanted to make a statement. They didn't support Joe Biden and his agenda and yada, yada. So they didn't show up. The Democrats, of course, were there. Now, this made for an interesting spectacle because you have Democrats standing up and clapping. But of course... They're all spaced out. You know, even among the people there that were Democrats, hardly anybody's wearing a mask, by the way. I have four or five people I, uh, that I counted. 
but they're all clapping. And of course they clap every 30 goddamn seconds. Every, even they even clap during inopportune moments that there's no reason to clap for. And there's, there's this one shot. Actually, I'll cue it up right now and share it. There's this one ridiculous uh, part. We were talking about this on the boring podcast, which is the, uh, the comedy podcast I do with Odie and Rico and Howie, uh, about Nancy Pelosi standing up and clapping after Joe Biden talks about soldiers being exposed to like burn pits. Let me see if I can pull it up for you guys real quick. I think it's like one hour and 18 minutes about. <laughs> no, I gotta, I gotta find it, but it's so weird. Cause Joe Biden's talking about how we have to support our veterans and how our veterans are, uh, are in need of our help. And he's not wrong, right? We all want to support the veterans. They didn't know necessarily what they were signing up for. These people that have been thrown out there, that have been exposed to God knows what chemicals, what toxins, that have been exposed to horrors that many of us don't even want to think about, right? Watching your friends literally get his legs blown off, having your arms and legs blown apart, and just the PTSD from that, right? So reforming the Veteran Administration makes a lot of sense. Getting these people the help that they need makes a lot of sense. But at the same time, oh, here we go. I found it. Okay, let me share my screen real quick. And uh, you guys can <laughs> can partake in the joy that is watching Nancy Pelosi be one of these, just do one of the strangest things I've ever seen in my life. Okay, so this is Biden talking about veterans and um, what we need to do to help them out and describing, as I did, some of the, the shit that they went through over in Afghanistan and Iraq, right? So here it is. Afghanistan faced many dangers. One being stationed at bases, breathing in toxic smoke from burn pits. Now, for those of you watching, many of you have been there. You will see that Nancy Pelosi, so bizarrely, Joe Biden goes, you know, men and women who have been exposed to toxic burn pits. Nancy Pelosi stands up in the background and does this bizarre little shimmy shake thing with her fingers. Like, I don't even know, like she's rubbing her knuckles together. And just, and then awkwardly stands up and starts clapping. It's like, do you love the burn pits, Nancy? What the fuck are you clapping for? And in general, what are these people clapping for? Hooray for burn pits. Hooray for soldiers getting toxic fumes. Like, it's just, that's what I'm saying. This performative aspect is what is insufferable from all of these people that show up that pretend to represent the best interests of the country in America and yet show up and just will clap for literally anything. Now, on that note, Biden, of course, because it's a great distraction, kicks off this entire State of the Union by going on and on and on about the Ukraine. How America stands with Ukraine. How Russia is evil. How Putin is evil. How, but just on and on. Now, I was under the impression that this was the State of the Union for our union, not the Ukraine, not the empire, though they are basically synonymous. However, that's what the first 25 minutes of this speech were about. 25 fucking minutes of military industrial complex rah-rah-rahing, of Russia is the great Satan putting Putin's dick in the dirt, right? And I have no love for Putin, mind you, but still, it is all about solidifying and amplifying the power of empire, right? And that's what he's talking about. And I took some notes here. I actually shit ton of notes. Took some notes here, right? About how he calls the attack on the Ukraine unprovoked. 
I guess you could argue it was unprovoked in the way in which Ukraine did not provoke it directly. However, as I said before on my uh, main podcast on the main feed, when you have NATO, when you have all these countries literally surrounding Russia, threatening to put nuclear weapons and missiles and all this, well, not nuclear weapons, but threatening to put uh, you know, missiles and troops and tanks and everything on the border of Russia, you are provoking Russia. You have been provoking Russia for decades now, and everybody that comes in seems to move it farther and farther, closer and closer to Russia's borders for no apparent reason. Why do we have to have troops and missiles directly next to Russia? Why do we have to have them even remotely close? Russia is not a threat to us in any way outside of their nuclear capabilities. And these, by the way, are missiles that go across the world. That's kind of the point of nuclear missiles. That's the point of having the deterrent system is that they go up into the space and they come back down and they go kaboom. And most people still to this day do not have a good defense for that. So why do we have to have a border right next to them? Why do we have to be spitting distance from them? If they've got globally viable, deployable nukes. Why so close? It's just fucking stupid. But Biden goes on to talk about how they built up coalitions, right? And he literally says this. All right, we spent months building coalitions of freedom-loving nations in the European Union, in Latin America, and Africa to confront Putin. Africa? Latin America? What the fuck does this have to do with Russia? Now, I had said before, and you'll remember this, I had said before that the reason we are seeing Russia and China be built up as the great Satan once again, and Putin, of course, has given these people a great gift in, in invading Ukraine. And one that to me still doesn't make a lot of sense. But I said, as the war on terror fades, right? There's no real war on terror. We're out of Afghanistan. They need to have a reason. They need to have a boogeyman to play up people's fears, to keep funding the military industrial complex and to keep control, to keep the spying apparatus going, to fund all of the spook agencies out there and to keep everybody greased up, lubed up, happy and distracted. So here we are. And I said specifically that... You were going to see all these counterterrorism operations, which take place where? The EU, Latin America, and Africa. Predominantly, Latin America and Africa. What, if anybody can make a real argument to me how African nations are somehow going to be a viable confrontation to Putin and Russia's ambitions, I would love to hear it because it's complete and total horseshit defending the actions of America retroactively, right? Saying this is all tied into the same thing. Instead of a global war on terror, now it's a global war on Putin. It's a global war on Russia. That's what this is pivoted to. And, you know, Odimat, uh, John Odermatt had on his show talked about how Russians are being portrayed as the most hated people in the world now instead of the unvaccinated. And he's not wrong. Because they need this great global war on Russia to make sense of all the actions taking place in Africa, in Latin America, in the European Union that have nothing to do with Russia. 
but they will portray it as such, as defending our lands, our borders, quote unquote, NATO's territory, right? Because again, this is the empire, don't forget. And NATO is an extension of the American empire. Defending, quote unquote, NATO territory. And let's not forget, by the way, Saki, uh, Jim Saki talked about defending our flank, or maybe it was Pelosi. I can't remember who said it, but somebody had literally described defending our flank in regards to NATO. So again, this is the language of empire. But it's just so funny that Africa is being lumped in and, and Latin America is being lumped into a defense against fucking Russia. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, one thing I had to talk about. Oh, he also said uh, therefore our forces, the U.S. forces, will not go and fight in Ukraine, right? They will not be troops on the ground. At least he's doubling down that for now on no troops. But he will defend NATO's territory, a.k.a. the empire. Now that, depending on what they decide to do with NATO, could happen tomorrow. You know, how convenient is it to have that out for Joe? What if NATO decides to let to let the Ukraine in, right, tomorrow? Well, since NATO is part of the U.S. empire, I guess we have no choice but to put boots on the ground, right? Because we got to defend NATO. We got to defend our territory, so head on over there, troops. Time to die in the Ukraine. Hope you boys like what you signed up for. Wee! I mean, this shit's ridiculous. So there you go. But it's an easy out. And you see him setting it up in the speech. Uh, another thing, I just made a note of this to myself. Let me see if I can find it. 3415, the fucking translator for this event was so absurd so over the top in her gesturing. And at one point I've queued it up perfectly, actually. And I hope you're watching the video, which is streaming on our Facebook pride and it is streaming. Uh, it's on our YouTube in a private YouTube link, which I will post to Patreon. So if you join our Patreon or you or want to see it retroactively after the live stream, you can go and look at it. But at 34 minutes and 14 or 15 seconds in this translator for, you know, the, uh, English sign language does what it looks to me like uh, she's miming sucking a cock. I'll let you be the judge. Let me play this real quick. And you can hear what Biden's saying over it too. And I, because he's not talking about sucking dicks as much as, as much as that might shock you. That's not the topic of conversation. Okay, here we go. We see the unity among leaders of nations, a more unified Europe, a more unified West. <laughs> we like... see unity among the people who are gathering in cities. <laughs> And large crowds around the is. world, even in Russia. There it is. Did you see that? What in God's name? Let me rewind it and play it again. Okay. Unified Europe, a more unified West. Look at that. She just like, she literally pushes her tongue out in her mouth and is doing like the dick sucking motion. Watch it again. To demonstrate their support for the people of Ukraine. Mm-mm-mm-mm. In the battle between democracy and autocracies, democracies are rising. There's to the, the fist. And the world right? is clearly choosing the side of peace and security. This is the real Oh, test. did I miss it? It's going to take time. Ah, uh, shit, I think I fucked it up. I fucked up my cue there. Well, whatever. I'm not going to go play it again, but if you go back in the slow-mo, I guarantee you, you'll see her do the uh, uh, old cocksucking motion there. Straight out of the favorite porno that you jerked off to as a child. So the last thing on the Ukrainian front, and then I'll move on to a different topic, is that he talks about... And this is, again, just a hilarious gaffe from Biden. But he talks about how Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he will never take the hearts of the Iranian people. 
Yes, Iranian people. One of the dumbest gas. And it was so funny because you could see Kamala Harris behind him literally mouth Iranian people. <laughs> like she was trying to figure out what the fuck he was saying. And you could see her literally mouth it behind him. Just a uh, nice job, Bo. Uh, nice job, Joe. So, sorry, I said Bo Biden, which I'm going to get to in a little bit. All right. So then Joe Biden moves on to inflation, right? Now, he talks about how COVID, uh, obviously, he's going to blame COVID and the pandemic and make it seem like it's some necessary evil, but it is not. Again, I want to remind everybody that every single thing that's happening from inflation to supply chain issues to the economy to jobs not being filled, despite Joe Biden bragging about it, which we'll get to in a moment, is the cause of government. It started with Trump. It continued under Biden and accelerated under Biden because, of course, they pushed through even bigger bailouts, you know, trillions and trillions of dollars in bailout money sent directly to people with very little oversight and nobody had to work. People quit their jobs. And then, of course, we have the COVID economy spring up. The COVID economy, which operates based around testing, based around rapid centers, based around protocols put into place on sites for jobs, you know, the entertainment industry or the hospital industry, or whatever the fuck else you want to have out there that wants to provide the aura, provide the, the sheer of safety, which, of course, none of this is shit to do with the COVID virus and how it spreads, right? I don't care what protocols you have out there. None of it has been proven to be effective. So these people sit there. They get paid something like 600 a day to sit on their asses and do nothing. There is quite a lot of money in the economy created around COVID, just like there's a massive amount of money created in the economy around the homelessness issue in so many cities. But Biden wants to blame that and tell you that inflation had to happen and it was necessary. So his top priority is to get prices under control. He did not give a great solution to the, how he's going to do that. He just said that, uh, oh, you know, it's a thing I'm going to do. Now, is the solution price controls, the favorite Democratic fallback for this, which, of course, are always catastrophic and always end in spiraling prices rather than anything actually checking them or keeping them like a free market would. But he didn't go into it, so I can't fucking tell you. One thing he wanted to talk about is, uh, oh, I forgot about this thing. There's also a moment they're talking about how Trump was to blame somehow for increasing the deficit due to tax cuts for the 1%. And of course, when Joe Biden said 1%, everybody went, oh, boo. And again, this is where you can really tell it was majority Democrats there and hardly any GOP. There wasn't any real back and forth there. It was just, and, and even then sparsely, you know, sparsely uh, booed. But if it was the GOP, probably people would be clapping. But Biden says that, oh, boo, we can't believe that they'd do it. He then goes on to, in one of the biggest lies ever told, say that his economy is responsible for creating more jobs than almost any time in history. Quote, unquote, more jobs in one year than ever in history. Bullshit. Bull fucking shit. When you have an economy that hits rock bottom, of course, you're going to have the biggest job increase in history. You had a third of the country either being paid to be out of work, on unemployment, off unemployment, and just still unable to work, or just giving up on the job market. 
So when the economy comes back because you fuck nuts roll back the lockdowns and roll back the protocols and stop paying people and people need to go back to work, people who've wanted to go back to work, go back to work, and the people that have finally run out of money are forced to go back to work, you can't claim that you did some genius maneuver as an economic demigod to bring back jobs and fucking end the pandemic uh, recession. None of that shit's true. All you did was get the fuck out of the way. That's what brought it back. It's just, it's so disgusting to me when I see these imbeciles on Twitter retweeting a Biden boom, hashtag Biden boom, with little or zero understanding of the economy, of cause and effect. And and this is the time when it's so obvious. It's not like you have to have read Henry Hazlitt. It's not like you have had to have any background in economics. You don't even have to pass economics one-on-one to understand the simple cause and effect of when you fuck up an economy so bad and then you stop fucking it up, jobs are going to come back. And it's going to be the biggest increase in history because it's compared to other times when the job market was functioning. Drives me fucking nuts. It's going to be a curse-heavy episode, by the way. I'm not even drinking. I'm just drinking water. I'm just so fed up with this horseshit. I can't stand people taking credit for failure and pretending it's success, which is exactly what the government does constantly. Anyway, he then talks about providing high-speed internet for everybody. Why? Why is this the government's job? It's not. Private companies are either going to do it if it's feasible. If it's not, I'm sorry, I don't see why you need a broadband connection. For what possible reason? You don't need a broadband connection for any reason if you're out in the rural part of the world to what? Become a computer programmer in the middle of nowhere? If you live on a farm and you want to become a computer programmer, fucking move. Otherwise, Cletus doesn't need to be downloading Hulu in 4K backed on my dime. Doesn't need to happen. Completely unnecessary. There's no argument for this. And they've tried to make it a bunch of times. As far as how and why this is so absolutely necessary, it's not. It's not. Especially not when it's going to cost billions of dollars to run fiber cabling out to the middle of bumblefuck nowhere. If you guys can't coordinate this as a town, if you can't lobby to get somebody in there, if the free market doesn't provide it, you're fucked. Use Hughes Satellite Internet. There you go. Problem solved. All right. Next thing, let's talk about how Biden literally used the term field of dreams, which I thought was funny. I guess Intel is building a giant semiconductor plant. Super plant. Now, he really touted this. He had Intel CEO there who stood up and got applauded by all the Democrats. Amazing how these Democrats, they shit all over corporations. And I'll get to that later. They shit all over corporations, but yet uh, standing applause for Intel CEO, Intel CEO, who by the way, I'm sure is Silicon Valley based. I'm sure gives thousands and thousands and, and millions when you talk about lobbyists to the Democratic Party. Garen fucking T. And I guarantee that he is being heavily subsidized for this new superconductor plant, just like Elon Musk. Look, I love Elon Musk. I think he's funny. I think he's genius. But his Tesla plant was bullshit. It got subsidized to crazy, crazy volume. The tax subsidies they offer people. I told you guys many episodes ago, Snapchat and BuzzFeed and all these other internet fuckball companies, they took over all of Venice, right? The famous Venice boardwalk. They took over, 
basically eradicated the areas around there, you know, kicked out and, and didn't renew leases for so many of these like smaller shops and bars and restaurants that were around there, destroyed it, destroyed it. And you'd say, well, Brian, that's the free market. You know, you had companies coming in willing to pay more. No. And here's why. Because the government gave such insane tax breaks to Snapchat, to Instagram, to BuzzFeed to take and move all these people in there that they had an unfair competitive advantage in the marketplace. They were heavily subsidized. So no, this was not the free market. This was government placing companies in these very high value, very high worth, very, uh, what's the word of there? Highly attractive locales and kicking out people who had been there forever based upon their own self-interest, kickbacks, lobbying, and all this other horse shit. Not free market, crony capitalism. So, fuck Intel CEO. Um, next, they have a cavalcade of leftist assholes, including the Democratic version of Joe the Plumber. He just happened to be in a union. Uh, Joe Biden said, one way to fight inflation is to keep wages down. Now, I've never heard that before. Um, I guess because people can't spend money to buy things. And he's saying this as a negative, as though some people on the... Uh, uh, he was counting it like people are out there just calling for low wages because it keeps inflation down. Again, I don't really understand this because what happens typically is wages go up because inflation goes up and then you, you know, you buy the products or... If inflation goes up, you can't buy the products. And that's, I guess, because your wages aren't going up to equal inflation. Is that the argument he's making? That we have to keep inflating incomes to match the inflation? But that doesn't really fight the inflation. I, I Oh, okay. Never mind. I know what he's saying. He's saying that the products will be cheaper if you don't allow people to make more money to make the products. Is that his argument? Because again, this doesn't tie into current events. I, I I mired myself in the current events of inflation being attributed to supply chain issues and the lockdowns. I see what he's saying. But again, in the current situation, how the fuck is that going to help? It's not going to keep costs down or keep inflation down as it currently exists to pay people more to make the same products that already cost more. All that's going to do is compound the problem and make them cost exceptionally more, right? Somebody correct me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like my math's adding up and that what he's calling for is hyperinflation on top of what he already have. If you then mandate a $15 minimum wage plus, which is what he again called for, because the Democrats always call for it, you're basically asking for already inflated prices to become more inflated because you've now artificially inflated the wage market on top of it. I don't democratic economic math guys. I don't, I just, I don't get it. Uh, then he goes into some other things about how his business plan to cut inflation, right? He said that he wants to cut inflation by cutting the cost of prescriptions. Again, what the fuck does this have to do with inflation? What drug prices? We're talking about bread. We're talking about gasoline. He didn't mention gasoline one time. By the way. We're talking about produce. We're talking about meat. What about a fucking drug, drug prescription costs? But of course, this is the democratic fallback. They always have to go after this. You know, it's been talking about it for decades. They can't let it go without talking about it. So of course, Joe wedges it in there. Now, the funny thing is, right? Let's lower drug costs. And this is after 
the vaccine mandates have necessitated so many people get their shots, right? Get their Pfizer. Even though it was struck down by the Supreme Court too late after hundreds of thousands lost their jobs and other millions were roped into getting vaccines by their corporations already or to travel or whatever else, right? So the Democrats gifted through these vaccine mandates trillions of dollars to the drug industries. But on the same time, they're now calling for rating in drug prices. So let me offer to you a conspiracy theory. I will position to you the concept that in a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, we're going to see prices drop. We're going to see Pfizer and Moderna and AstraZeneca and, you know, some of the other big boys that have made trillions off this COVID stuff. And, and there's another funny wrinkle I'll get to you later when it comes to gun control and big pharma and lawsuits, by the way. But made trillions of dollars, right? The government bought all these things. They forced people to get them. It's become a, the massive, the biggest, basically, government handout in history. So they know this. They've also given them, basically, an exemption from being sued, right? They're not going to investigate these things for decades. Is this quid pro quo? Is there backed behind the scene dealing of these Democrats, of Joe Biden's people going to the big pharma and going, hey, we're going to keep pushing the shit out of these vaccines. We are going to make sure every American man, woman, and child, with very few exceptions, only those very few people who will stand up and say no to this, right? But we're going to use so much pressure, so much propaganda, so much so much just hatred from your neighbors, forcing businesses to be cops, vaccine police. We're going to make sure to do so much of this shit that you guys are going to make so much money. You got to, you got to give us a little bit back. So how about we drop drug prices like 25%, huh? 25%. And I bet that's what's going on. Watch. Because there's, it doesn't make sense for Biden to wedge this in here right now necessarily, right? I know it's a talk about they always bring up, but watch, watch and see, because I think that's what's happening. I think that they got such a massive bailout, such a massive gift. And don't forget, they're setting this up, right? Joe Biden talks about COVID common sense. I guess I might as well go into that and then I'll, then I'll come back up uh, to some of the other things. COVID common sense, right? With some of Joe Biden's talking points. And of course he leads it with stay vaccinated. Come on, man, stay boosted. We know how the vaccines are incredibly effective. <laughs> yeah, we know they're incredibly ineffective. We know how they do virtually fucking nothing to protect you now. How the COVID spread has gone vaccinated, unvaccinated across the world. The most vaccinated places have the most uptick in COVID Delta variants. It's shit is ridiculous. But yet Joe Biden's out there telling the same lie right, that he's been telling. Making sure that those drug, drug companies keep getting their payouts. Like I'm saying, think about it. When you see them lower those prices. But he's talking about pushing Pfizer's pill. Apparently... And this is unbeknownst to me until he just said it. Apparently, the United States has already bought some million Pfizer pills. The biggest order in the world, says Joe. And there's like two million more on order. Great. Now there's a new program that he's rolling out where if you go to a pharmacy and you test positive, of course, the test is free. We're paying for that. And then you can just get the pill right away. They just hand it to you. Here you go, Pfizer pill. Okay. 
Who's paying for that? Oh yeah, we're paying for that. But remember, inflation, guys. How are we paying for it? You know, printing money bucks out there, running deficits up continuously. Oh, Joe Biden also, by the way, takes credit. He said that he reduced the deficit by half over the past year, right? Compared to my predecessor, my administration has reduced the deficit by half. Now, this is, again, another massive lie. I'm sorry, I'm jumping around a little bit. Fuck going in chronological culture. I'm not over it. This is another massive lie, just like the jobs creation. Because Joe Biden is comparing the deficit not to 2021, but to 2020. Of course, in 2020, we have a deficit that has been tacked onto by so many, by both parties, trillions of dollars tacked on to the deficit, making it sky high. So when he says, I've trimmed the deficit, that's that's a lie, right? That he's he's not talking about the debt, by the way. He didn't trim the debt. He trimmed the deficit, aka the budget deficit year over year. And he didn't trim shit. All that happened was that we did not have another $3 trillion stimulus bailout, don't go to work bullshit payment that was issued to the country, to uh, employers, to individuals sitting on their couches. He didn't do anything. And if Build Back Better or any of those other horseshit plans get passed, that talking point is out the window. Because these things all have, you know, a trillion dollar price tag to them. So they're going to be right back there. But for now, the American population is believed to be, and probably is, too stupid to understand that. So they just think, wow, deficit hawk Joe Biden did something. Deficit hawk Joe Biden did do shit, except get rejected on the spending he wanted to do. So they're turning that little negative lemon into a positive as much as they can. What else did he say? Uh, oh, this one. Did you guys know that uh, they're now touting kids being in school? How the kids must go to school? Hello? Uh, what did the latest polls say? Well, the latest polls said that parents are really fucking pissed off. Oh, yeah. Joe, Joe doesn't want to become uh, Ralph Northman. or North, No, not Northman. Who ran in, uh, in Virginia? I can't remember his fucking name. The guy that lost. Well, whatever. He doesn't want to become the new pariah. He knows that in the midterms, the Democrats are going to be slaughtered, bled out in the fields like like pigs for the uh, for the big feast to keep the crow god happy and fat. And so there's a nice harvest uh, coming up. But he knows that this is an issue that parents are furious about. So the Democrats all of a sudden have gone from, oh, we got to keep the teachers union safe. Oh, it's too dangerous to let's get kids in schools. Of course, they're saying it now when kids are already in school. Very few exceptions. Even in Chicago, those those little rats are back in class. So too little, too late? Meaningless talking point? Yes. Solely designed to try to claw back some of the losses that they've been projected to incur in the midterm elections. Another thing, they're taking credit for COVID, for beating COVID back with vaccines and masking. We all know that's horseshit. And then finally, he mentions that apparently the United States has sent more vaccines, more of this worthless bullshit Pfizer enriching, Moderna enriching vaccine to more countries and to more people across the world than any other nation. So again, I'm waiting for my thank you note since I'm paying for this or I'm paying for it through inflation from our fiat currency being bracted all over the place. But just so the rest of you know, 
we're keeping everybody else out there safe by giving them doses of sugar, water, and poison. Makes their hearts uh, have fucking issues. And I, by the way, I, I swear to God, I am having heart issues. I'm not going to lie to you. My blood pressure's up. Fucking heartbeat is uh, is gotten slightly irregular lately. It's fucked. It's fucked. And it is 100% because of this goddamn fucking Pfizer shit that I had in my body to go on a trip. Regret it. So, moving on. Trump, ta- or, I'm sorry, Trump. <laughs> Biden's talking about how corporations have to pay their fair share because corporations sometimes pay zero in taxes. Now, this isn't true. This is bullshit. Another bullshit, misleading Democratic talking point. Corporations pay tons in taxes. They pay it through payroll taxes for their employers, right? Or their employees. They pay taxes, but then they even them out with losses or they even them out with charitable donations, right? So you don't have to. Basically, the taxes they would have paid are evened out by losses, you know, putting it back into the company or deferring them or, like I said, charity. So when Biden talks about a mandatory corporate tax, you know, no, no circumventing it, mandatory corporate tax. Number one, say goodbye to corporations as they leave. Now, granted, Biden and the E or the, uh, what are they called? Not the World Congress. I don't know. Some, some joint session of assholes got together and basically said, we're going to adopt a minimum corporate tax, right? A minimum corporate tax rate. And that just fucks over places like Ireland that have a very low tax rate to keep competitively, uh, competitive levels up and other places that want to intense incentivize businesses to come to them, right? And that's the idea. This is big countries bullying little companies or little countries. God, I can't talk today. Maybe I should have had a drink. So when you talk about this shit though, right? Biden can take this aggressive posture because he knows that they've already pressured every other nation to adopt a corporate tax rate so that it's not like companies can simply leave and go to greener pastures as as easily as they once could. But what I was thinking of this is if you're going to try to force these companies into this tax rate, they can't get around <coughs> into paying it. You might as well call it let's kill charity, right? Let's kill the, the let's kill charity tax bill. Because what's going to happen is if these companies can't pay zero taxes by deferring, by not in, by not reinvesting in the company and hiring people, which you fucking want, Joe, or in giving it to donations to charity to even out their tax losses, right? Well, you're going to have a downtick in hiring and you're going to have a major downtick in charitable donations. So the GOP should be smart and reposition this as Joe Biden hates charities. Fuck the orphans, says Joe Biden. All right, let's keep going. I'm going to try to wrap this up. A couple more things. Biden says now they want to fund the police. Again, uh, what are the latest polls say, Janine? Bunch of goddamn... It's just, it's just like, do, do they think people forgot? Do they think people legitimately forgot how these people were yelling about defunding the police? How they knelt to the, the Black Lives Matter organizers? How they literally would make cops out to be the evil of the of the universe. How they lied to the public about black murder rates by cops and how often black people are shot and said that cops are the most racist bastards out there, right? Have, do they think people have forgotten this? The polls say people want to fund the cops because there has been massive violence during the Black Lives Matter riots, during COVID lockdowns when people were out of jobs in my super safe neighborhood. My car got broken into three times. Three times in one fucking year. 
people are sick of the violence. People are sick of the crime. People are sick of this shit. And they know that having cops out there, no matter what you might feel about cops, again, I'd say private security. I don't need you funding shit. Let's be private cops. But still, you need some sort of police force if we're not just all armed to the teeth. And of course, the Democrats hate that. So speaking of, let's go on to the gun masturbation part of things. Joe Biden hilariously claimed that gun manufacturers have the only liability shield that makes them uh, unable to be sued, right? And we know the Democrats are trying to go after gun manufacturers for this for this uh, reason. They want to kill the gun economy and kill the manufacturers by saying that people can sue them if their guns are used, which is just one of the stupidest concepts I've ever heard of in my life. But again, this is how you give the government a monopoly on firearms. And sorry, my fucking wife's calling me. I'm sure that the microphones picked that up. <sighs> Seven messages and a phone call. Well, just going to have to wait. So I just had to laugh when he said that because if I'm recalling correctly, vaccines and big pharma can't be sued. There's been a precedent in place which gives them immunity from being sued over vaccines for quite some time. And we know that they can't be sued over any of the side effects or any of the outcomes from this vaccine. So, Joe, you're full of shit, you old cunt. You're a hypocrite. You're a liar. But we already knew that. But shit like this just pisses me off because it's just... It whatever fits their agenda is going to be what's what's touted, right? And it doesn't matter what the reality is. And again, as I said, the performance art of the crowd and standing up and applauding like the baby seals they are for all this crap is sickening to me. And yet you see it every time. You're going to see all these people that are Democrats say, oh my God, it's so nice to have a president give a State of the Union. It's so inspiring. He wasn't inspiring. He wasn't inspiring in any way. I will tell you that. I watched the whole thing. It was boring. It was cliche. It was chock full of lies. It was condescending and it was stupid. But we live in a two-party state and people are going to stick to their guns. As I said, my bad people theory about lockdowns, about the results from this, about uh, self-interest playing a role in this. And Joe Biden and his cronies laughing and clapping around in the background, they're just going to keep going along for the ride as much as possible. They're already rich. They're going to get richer with this Pfizer thing. As I said, the drug prices are probably going to drop because of this massive bailout. And, uh, oh yeah. And Joe, of course, talked about his fucking dead son again, because he can't ever make a speech without mentioning his dead son, Bo. And he got heckled by like Lauren, Lauren Boebert and somebody else talking about the troops when he brought him up. And, uh, as I said, who he should have been heckling him is Hunter Biden. Should have yelled out, Hey, I fucked that guy's wife high on crack. Which is true. Hunter Biden fucked his brother's wife while he was high on crack, and she was high on crack. And uh, I'll finish the show up with my new sign-off, just as Joe Biden did. I will finish it off by telling you, go get him! Doesn't make any more sense when I said it, as opposed to when Joe said it. Alright, guys, that's my State of the Union recap. Glad you listened in. Please rate the show, uh, the Electric Liberty Land solo feed. Give that a nice review for me. And uh, this is the kind of stuff you're going to get on the solo feed. Some extra rants for you that I don't get to fit in or the timing doesn't work out for on the main show. All right, that's it. Go get them. 